Welcome to the TLT Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow leaders today. We have Dr. Steven Silver with us today to teach us more about our brain health. And would you like to introduce yourself, say a little something? Well, thank you so much for having me. So important to get young people that are interested in changing the world. Happy to help. I've been a practicing family practice urgent care physician for 32 years here in Florida practice integrative and traditional medicine. So integrative is really traditional and holistic medicine. So both prescribing medicines, diagnostic tests, surgeries, as well as holistic treatments like nutrition, nutritional supplements, acupuncture, chiropractic. People try to put us to death. Anything challenging is going to be hard. But so what? Hard could be the new fun. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. I never look back. It distracts from the now. Great. And then what kind of experience do you have like working with the brain specifically? So as human beings, we are what is known as cephalized. We have brains that are moved to the top of our head in, in our skull. And the brains really controls all of our actions, uh, all of our thinking. So every doctor should have an awareness first of what goes on in the thoughts and in the brain of their patients. Yeah, so talking about thoughts, what's like... What's important about having the right mindset and not only you having the right mindset, but surrounding yourself with other people that also have a similar mindset of what you want for yourself? So the brain is like a lump of clay. The technical term is called neuroplasticity. It can be shaped in a bunch of different ways. Um, The world, your friends, your parents, the TV, uh, social media, it can all influence your brain, the way it works, the way it fires, and your thoughts. So therefore, it is important to surround yourself with information, TV, media, friends, people that will shape your brain the right way. Okay, and so I actually work with neuroplasticity. That's what I do for my career. Um, And we do like neurofeedback training. So where we're actually hooking your brain up to like a software on a computer and trying to regrow brain tissue in those damaged areas. So what's something for people that can't necessarily afford to do these more advanced ways to produce neuroplasticity? What's something that they can do in their lives daily just to improve their brain health? The health and wellness of your overall body is probably the most important thing you can do. The brain is nourished by blood, and in the blood is oxygen and sugar. Without oxygen and sugar, the brain doesn't work. We all know how we feel when we get hypoglycemic, which is low sugar. We all know how we feel when we're short of breath. The brain doesn't work. So we've got to keep the blood clean, good good nutrients, um, good diet, The brain's nutrition would be the number one thing that you can do on a day-to-day basis, holistically, by staying away from alcohol, cigarettes, preservatives, artificial dyes, and good, clean, wholesome, organic foods. 
So what's what happens when you eat or when you drink alcohol and do those things that are unhealthy for your brain? So when we put toxins into our body, specifically alcohol, we kill brain cells. Okay, our brain is made up of billions of cells. Right, those cells then would die and become scar tissue. Okay, and the more brain cells that we kill over the years, the more scarring we get, and the less functional mentally, cognitively we become. So you want to stay away from, uh, and again, all things like alcohol, uh, recreational drugs, preservative, dyes, um, nicotine, anything from the outside that we all know is not healthy for our body, that's going to affect the brain one way or another. So when people do these kind of things and they lose brain function, their first kind of step that they will take is usually going and getting on like prescription medications to help increase dopamine and serotonin in their brain to kind of fix the problem from all the things that has happened over the years. So what's kind of the, the long-term effect of taking these prescription drugs from a medical doctor's standpoint? These medications become a crutch in my experience. Um, they become something that we take for granted. We don't do the work we need to do to clean up our system. We rely on the medication to make us feel better, um, to stop us from having attention deficit. Uh, and, and that's just not the right way to approach anything. Medicines have their place and they always will. I see them as a crutch to get people on the right track and once you're on the right track, then we can determine whether you need them or whether you need a way decreased dose. Okay. Um, so as you probably know and have seen in your line of work, we have a exponential growth of young people that are experiencing a variety of mental health issues. So if you could tell them something to kind of help them um, with these situations, what would one thing be? what would one piece of advice be for those students and, and young adults that are experiencing these mental health issues? The most important piece of advice that I can give you is that there's a lot of information out there. And just like the food you eat in your diet will determine how your body is, so the informational food that you feed your brain will determine how your brain is. So as we look at the world and the, the, the enormous, we're in the information age, obviously. We have, you know, everything's at our fingertips with Instagram, with Safari, with search engines. I would say that choose your information diet carefully. That's really good advice. So when we, you just did a talk for the Tomorrow Leaders today, um, and you were talking about the parietal lobe and how important it is to give the parietal lobe time to process information in any given situation. So can you just touch on that a little bit? Sure. We are highly evolved animals, the most evolved animals on the earth. And God has graciously given us the most complex brain of all animals on this earth. So we have two brains, I call it the new brain and the old brain. We have an old brain, just like animals do, that works by instinct, that works by pleasure, that works by reward. And we have a new brain with higher level thought processes. And one of the gifts that we've been given is 
the parietal lobe, which processes things, meaning that we can take this information in and instead of having an instinctual response, we process, we take a moment, we let that processing brain do the work, and then we determine what's the best action. For instance, if somebody insults you, you can slow down, process, and determine that an insult back is only going to lead into more trouble. And we can process and say, best to be quiet, not say anything. Yeah, thank you. I, I think that's really, that's a good piece of information to share with young people because too often we, because we live in this world where everything is like right now, like I, I get some, I want something, I get it immediately. So taking that time, having that patience to grab that information and wait and let your brain have time to process that before responding can, can help so many situations for people to not overreact and produce that cortisone in their body. Um, something that my father, who's also a doctor, always told me is if you get information and it makes you upset, don't let that information um, cause, or don't overreact until you have all the information for the situation. So you're going to let yourself feel all these kinds of ways, but if you let that parietal lobe, that area of your brain, process the information, if you get all the perspectives before you blow up and let your emotions take over, it can help you in so many different areas of your life. We as humans don't realize how much time that we do have to process. Uh, this is a rush, rush society. As you said, I call it the microwave society. Put it in the microwave, it's done in two minutes and, and it's ready. We would do so much better if we took the time to allow our brains to slowly process things using the right operating system, which is the wisdom of elders, people that we see living good, wholesome lives, God, all of the good things in life, if we would draw on that operating system as opposed to the operating system of the world or our instincts, we would always do much better. It's very true. Well, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the youth? Because most people that watch this podcast are young people, young adults that are trying to gain more wisdom on how the best way to live their life and be leaders in their communities. So do you have any more advice for the people that are trying their hardest to become a serving leader? Of course. I look at information today as sort of like a hide-and-go-seek or an Easter egg hunt. Once you are on the right trail, I would recommend that you explore that. You find good teachers. You spend time with them. If they've written books, you read multiple books that they've written. If you find yourself being drawn to something that is good and that your mentors think is good, explore that. Um, don't go searching around for lots of different kind of doctrine. I always find that the Holy Spirit inside of you will lead you to the right people, to the right knowledge, to the right books, to the right movies, to the right podcasts, to the right information sources. And my recommendation is pick right and stick right. That's great advice. Thank you for joining us today for the TLT podcast. Um, I hope all of you thought that that was beneficial. 
Um, it's just a quick podcast with Dr. Steven Silver that was kind enough to come join us today at Tomorrow Leaders Today conference. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. God bless. Yeah. My day is my generation.